CNN's Royal Correspondent, Victoria Arbiter, who joins me now. Um, good. It's afternoon for me, Victoria. What is it for you? Uh, it's, well, it's mid-evening. Sunday night still here, so you're way in the future. But oh. uh, I'm glad we have happy news to talk about. Oh, uh, well, what, give us the, the actual news. So when was the baby born? Um, how was it announced? Etc. All very unusual for royal babies. Yes, so we found out today, Sunday, as England and American time, Northern Hemisphere time. Let's put it that way. Um, that Meghan and Harry had welcomed their baby girl on Friday at 11:40 a.m. That was June 4th. She was born at the Santa Barbara Cottage Hospital, which is quite close to their home. Um, but really, when we think about the fact that this news didn't break until today, it's quite remarkable that Harry and Meghan were able to keep the secret. Of course, living in California with this highly anticipated news that no doubt they've been under surveillance from various paparazzi outlets. So the fact that they were able to get to the hospital, have a baby and get home from the hospital and not share the news until Sunday is quite a feat. So what was the time, what was the time difference between birth and uh, announcement again? Well, it was Friday at 11.40am oh. and the news uh, came Sunday uh, right. at New York Times. So yeah, wow. so a couple of days there. Uh, because what would be the convention for someone in Harry's position? I mean, is anyone in Harry's position? But let's you know draw some comparisons. If we pretend, we'll pretend we're dukes and duchesses. Generally speaking, in terms of the way the royal family do these things, uh, we normally get a notification that mum-to-be has arrived at the hospital. Then everyone waits with bated breath. Princess Diana used to say when she was giving birth on both occasions that she felt like the whole world was in labour with her, which you would imagine. It would be quite an invasive kind of thought. Um, And then when news, when the baby is born, we get an announcement that the baby has been born and then royal mums tend to pose on the steps with with the baby and the new dad and home they go. But interestingly when Archie was born a couple of years ago again, Windsor Castle was pretty much surrounded by the world's press. Everyone was awaiting the news of of baby Archie's arrival Mm. but even in that instance, Harry and Meghan were able to get to an unidentified hospital at the time in London they had the baby and they got home and the world did not learn of the baby's birth until they were safely ensconced back in Frogmore Cottage. So again, Harry and Meghan are very good at, at keeping these secrets. Um, and, and so, But it's lovely news. You know, here we yeah. are uh, a couple of months almost after Prince Philip died. The Queen subsequently lost one of her brand new puppies. We've had horrible royal news mostly this year between yeah. rifts and Oprah interviews and, and everything else. So I think this is cause for celebration. What, 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 what is the difference in reaction? Because uh, Harry and Meghan, um, I would guess, uh, actually from a conversation I had with you that they are more popular in the USA than perhaps they are in Britain. So what have the reactions been in those respective countries? I think royal babies tend to get a positive reaction regardless because, of course, new life is something to celebrate. Um, I think what has provoked perhaps a larger reaction is their choice of name. So this little girl has been named Lilibet. She's going to go by Lily and her middle name, Diana. I don't think there's any surprises with Diana. Harry no. and Meghan announced they were expecting a baby girl in early March. Everyone pegged Diana. But Lilibet was actually, uh, it's the Queen's family nickname used by very close family members. And it's a nickname that she coined herself when she was a very small girl. She struggled a little bit saying Elizabeth and so she named herself Lilibet and it stuck. Um, But of course it's a very personal name and so there have been mixed reactions on social media. Some have said what an adorable name, what a lovely tribute, this is wonderful, the Queen must be thrilled. At the other end of the spectrum people are saying, well Harry you kind of threw your family under a bus but here you are paying tribute to your grandmother. But I think we have to step back a little bit Mm. and not read too much into this. Harry has always been very close to his grandmother. He wouldn't have just 
named his baby that without seeking a blessing from the Queen. I, I hesitate to say permission because the yeah. Queen is not a dictator. Yeah. But he certainly <laughs> would have called and, and run it by her. Yeah, because uh, I said there's almost there's quite a bit of argument. I I was looking at your Twitter feed actually, where you were saying actually, hang on, um, it's it's there are a lot of people mistaken about where the name came from and the idea yes. that the Queen has to give her blessing, um, uh, uh, sorry, and, and not permission doesn't have to give her blessing. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's you know when we harken back to the olden days, you know, Queen Victoria was adamant that future female descendants have Victoria somewhere in their name, and male line descendants should have Albert. Of course. Uh, in tribute to her consort, um, George V, when Princess Margaret was born, uh, her parents wanted to name her Anne. George V put his foot down and said, absolutely not, she'll be Margaret. Um, but, the, but our current queen, is she's a little bit more relaxed in her approach. And of course, for non-titled members of the royal family, there is a little bit more freedom. So, of course, Harry and Meghan, they went with Archie for their son. It was unexpected. People thought they'd go with a dynastic name. But we look at other younger royals. We've now got a Lucas and a Savannah and mm. Isla and Lena. You know, there are these unusual names. Even Zara, Princess Anne's daughter, her name was chosen by Prince Charles. So I think yeah. we live in a, in a different era where perhaps people are not looking just to the family tree and perhaps the way they would have done in the last two centuries. Mm. Um, and I think this way, this is a this name is a nice tribute, but it also gives her her own identity. It's a little bit more modern, it's a little bit more different, a little bit more celebrity perhaps. Um, and, and it just, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a nice nod to the Queen. Uh, of course, um, Piers Morgan's thrilled, isn't he? <laughs> if you follow. I, I think Piers, <laughs> didn't he say something like he's giving them their privacy so he's not commenting, but yeah, as we know, yeah, he, Piers he, can't he, keep quiet for too long. <laughs> <laughs> he went a little passive-aggressive on it. Actually, I was thinking um, that, I remember when Kate... Uh, every time Kate has given birth, she's pretty much on the steps holding the baby within a few hours. I'm like, how did, that almost seems seems uh, like a bit of an imposition, but um, there is that's amazing, isn't it? That difference in time of two days because yeah, yeah normally they're presenting them having just got over there, been cleaned up, and out you go. And out you go. Well, there's a slightly different expectation, I think, too, given that uh, Kate, of course, her first baby, he's the future king. He's potentially the first king of the 22nd century. Um, and so I think the public, there's a certain level of expectation that comes with the future king and his his spares. Um, I think Harry and Meghan, when Archie was born, there was, there was a bit of a brouhaha. People were expecting Meghan to step outside of the hospital. And this is a tradition that's kind of evolved. It was never written in, in stamped in ink that royal ladies had to do this it's just mm. something they've done over the years and so a tradition has kind of been born forgive the pun yeah. but Meghan and Harry were like yeah we're not doing that that doesn't work for us and so with Archie they did wait a couple of days before presenting him as such to the press there were just a couple of photographers uh, invited in to take a picture but I think in this instance we could be waiting a little while I think Harry and Meghan are very keen to establish the ground rules that they're in charge they're controlling the narrative and I think it could be a little while before we see a picture of their new baby and when we do, it'll probably be one of those slightly arty ones that they, they lean towards now that mm. they're no longer senior working members of the royal family. I did hear an opinion expressed that they, that they wouldn't be showing the baby's face, but eventually they'd sell it for some magazine detail, which is a cynical way to put it. But um, is, is that cynical view something that might, we might see happen, that there'll be a big, you know, there'll be, there'll be some money to be made out of this? It's possible, but 
In that instance, I suspect Harry and Meghan, if there were any money exchanging hands, it would be donated to charity just because there would be an absolute outcry if they were seen to be selling access to their baby. I do think they are going to control this, though, and it's possible that they will choose to do a spread. Where it becomes tricky is that each day there isn't a picture of this baby that they've released themselves. The value goes up for the paparazzi, and then you start inviting uh, without wanting to, but suddenly you're inviting the attention of the paparazzi and they start yeah. circulating like sharks. Um, and, and that's what happened with Archie recently. Megan was taking him to preschool and, and there was a photograph. Yeah. Now, to the, for the most part, they've been left alone because, as we've seen, Harry and Meghan are very happy to sue. They will file legal action the minute they feel like they've been slighted. But they'll also be aware that the value is going to go up because the first picture of a new baby, particularly Harry and Meghan's new baby, that's going, that's going to be worth a lot of money. So I think they're going to be conscious of that, keep the baby at home and private. And when they all feel ready to do a picture, then they'll do it in their own time. So you'll be busy over the next few days, I guess. Not much sleep for you or...? Well, it depends. Yeah, when we're doing it, sort of three different time zones, I tend to work uh, uh, with this kind of news. But to be honest, I'm happy that we've got a joyful story. It's been a it's been a rough, well, I would say year, but I would say it's been a rough 18 months between COVID restrictions and, and Prince Philip being in hospital for such a long time. And then, of course, passing away, awful. The funeral was uh, very touching, but very poignant. And the Queen losing her puppy, um, which would have been a, a, a double blow for her. So I think it's it's refreshing that we've got some happy news. And of course, babies have a tendency to reset people's perspective. And I think the broader hope mm. is that this baby will perhaps allow for a little healing within the royal family uh, that's much needed. Thank you. Hey, Victoria, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. We really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me.